Hello, and welcome to episode four of When Survival Looks Like Success. Today's episode is called Between the Pains, and it's about recovering from the past, which our guest today and I were just talking about in a hilarious manner. <laughs> I'm sorry that you didn't listen to that, but that's it's probably good. Um, I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm joined by Pam Ferrara of Good Vibe Sister Tribe, a Metro Detroit group that focuses on wellness and healing through meditation, retreats, meetings, yoga, and workshops to help you heal, which is particularly important for today's topic, which is about recovering and recovering from trauma, recovering from things that have like done you wrong, recovering from mistakes. I mean, the past is a big topic. Um, It's not just a big topic. It's a huge-ass topic, and we are not going to cover it all in, like, 30 minutes. That would be amazing if life was that simple. But as we get further and further into our episodes, we are going to start getting deeper and deeper into our topics as well. I've never been the kind of person that can just jump right in. I always have to, like, get up to my waist, and then I can take the plunge. And that's kind of what we're doing with this podcast here. So when I was thinking about what topic to discuss with Pam, and mind you, I, I don't know very much about her until today, <laughs> um, but something we all struggle from tremendously is staying present. I, I think that's universal. And the title of the episode, Between the Pains, is the image that I get when thinking about the present. It's like the past and future are both there, but it's transparent. Like you can see through them, but they're jamming you in between them and it can cause a lot of pressure buildup in the body and mind to have to try to be present between all of that. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Pam back to the show. Thank Hello. you. I love being here. I know. She was here. If you haven't listened to episode three, go back and listen to episode three, where we talked all about starting a business in weird times. It's a really good episode. We even ran out of time. There was so much to talk about. So the first question I have for you is, are you bitter or resentful for anything in your past and how does that impact you in the present day? So um, I don't believe in being bitter or resentful. You know, what is that saying? Don't be bitter, be better. And Oh, that's cute. I've actually yeah, never heard that. You know who says that is no. Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> and so I I look at things from that way. I'm a, I'm a super optimist and... I know I, I, a lot of things in my past I use or I know why things mean so much to me now because of them, but I don't, I try not to be ever resentful or bitter. You know, everyone has their own traumas or the way they were raised. And I am like very analytical about looking at my parents and what they did and what I want to do and um, even when it comes to Good Vibe Sister Tribe, I feel like the connection I seek with the other women, I think, really comes from, you know, probably my childhood and not always having a great best friend and um, not having the sisterhood that you needed. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely know that that makes up a lot of my whys, but I don't I don't feel bitter or um you know, resentful or anything like that. Like I try, those are just negative emotions. Those are negative feelings. And you want to, and I understand why, you know, me or anybody would feel those, but I think those are definitely feelings like alerts, like, Hey, this is stuff you need to work through because these aren't good feelings. So, 
Um, so walk me through like a mental process because I feel like a lot of people do get really stuck in traumatic past. So say you have something that you see out in the world and it brings up something from your past that, that maybe you're less than pleased with, (laughs) like, like what is the mental process that goes through your head when you have something that's kind of stabbing you in the heart and it's starting to haunt you a little? Um, so like a trigger or something like that. Yeah, there you go. Um, I guess if I felt triggered, I would just check in with myself and well, emotions are there for a reason, but I think that us as thinking human beings need to know that emotions shouldn't rule you. So if I feel sad, I'm definitely going to have a crying day. You know, I'm going to have a day where I'm whatever, you know, I'm going to let it out, but I don't want to be ruled by that. And so if I felt triggered, you know, I definitely, I would talk to my husband about it. I'd call my sister, um, Amber, who we both know, you know, those are like my main people I talk to when I need to like let something out. So I guess I let it out and then I kind of just try to let, let out and let go release and, you know, talk through it. I think that's a good one. Um, kind of figure out like why, or like if something did trigger you, why did it trigger you? What's or, the motivation? Yeah. And I think, I think we don't have enough time sometimes yeah. to do that. I think this is where the past really starts eating at you because we're accumulating, right? It's like if you have a basement Mm -hmm. and you get a present you don't like and then you shove it in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) And then you keep getting presents you don't like and they're in the basement. And now your basement is like full of shit that you don't want. (laughs) That's like what I think about when I think about like the past. And like if you're not actually like Marie Kondoing it and being like, is this bringing me joy? Like, Mm -hmm. no, get the fuck out of my basement. Like. That that, sign, that same kind of mental process happens, mm-hmm. that you're just accumulating yeah. all this unnecessary You got to open that present. Yeah. Let whatever you feel, you know, yeah. feel it. a bad sweater. And then let it go. And Throw that sweater away. Donate it or whatever yeah. you want to do. Burn that shit. <laughs> because, I mean, I think that it that is a huge issue as to why people aren't actually taking the time to process. Oh, no. We And we don't want to sit. We live in a numb society. Yeah. We live in a, like, called the Band-Aid Society mm-hmm. all the time. But we live in this society where we self-medicate to death, and myself included, and we want to numb because we don't actually want to feel it. Right. So my retreat that I have in two weeks, the theme is called Reflections of Self. Oh. Because in the last year, while I've been doing Good Vibe Sister Tribe and Pam's Random Reviews, I have been going through just an amazing growth period self-reflection and it's just been like just a great time so another thing is so i just my birthday is actually in december so last december i turned 33 three is my favorite number three is my birthday so i felt like this is my double magic year like i'm like if i'm gonna make anything happen it's gonna be this year and i've just been like steamrolling life like i've been doing a hundred things i've been doing great but so anyway self-reflection is a huge one i've been doing and i think that is completely correct that a lot of people do not look at themselves. Like uh, on the last episode when I talked about that um, friend of mine who wanted to like start drama with me over the COVID stuff, I felt like a lot of people deflect and they're like, I'm going to focus on Pam and how she shouldn't be having this meeting or I want to focus on this person and why are they living their life like that? You know, I think there's a lot of, you know, especially in like the standard American society, deflection focusing on others, you know, and I get it because focusing on yourself hurts. Sometimes it sucks, you know, and 
But it's important. It's like important work you need to do, especially to grow or to advance in life or to advance in relationships. You know, my husband and I have grown amazingly together. Like he and I can talk about anything. We've been married. No, we've been together for eight years, married six. And we still stay up till two in the morning talking, you know, some days. And I don't know, like talking and working things out is just so important. So... It's funny that you bring up about your husband and relationships because (laughs) I had this funny situation happen recently that was totally appropriate to this topic. And it happened after we initiated what topics we were going to talk about. So I went to go call my ex-boyfriend, like not the one we were talking about earlier, but a different one, and let him know about this guy that was going to be at Comic-Con that he absolutely loved. And now we've been apart for like a long ass time. But we still always had some mild communication here and there. We'd drop a line about something like the other person might be interested in. Because, you know, you still want to have good connections with people. So I was driving and my memory sucks now. So instead of texting, I figured I would just call him. And it rang once and then went to voicemail. And so I tried again and it was the same thing. And it was like this weird, abrupt ringtone. It wasn't like a full ring. Yeah. So we get home and text him instead but it says delivered and not read yeah and so now i'm down the rabbit hole right so now i message him on facebook and the same thing so i look up the weird ass ring and find out that this fucker blocked me oh and i was now he has every right to he does maybe he's boundary setting or concerned about old feelings or just doesn't want my shit popping up or he has like a new flame that wants him to block me i don't know what a situation is but it bothered me I mean, capital letters, exclamation points bothered me. And I have an OCD. So what do you think I did? I obsessed about it for days, just fueling this nonsense of a fire. And it led me down this rabbit hole of like, am I obnoxious? Do people just put up with me? And like, what is so bad about me that someone has to physically block me? Because this is what we do. And it was just kind of out of left field. But now I'm, like, second-guessing every correlation with somebody, which is not good when Mm -hmm. you run a service-based business where you talk to people all day and have this platform of being authentic. I was was stuck between the pains. Yeah. Like, stuck between the pains of, like, oh, my God, what am I going to say or do from here on out to every person I meet versus here's this trigger from the past. So that, that being said... What is your personal opinion about why it is so hard for people to stay in the present? Because a lot of what you do with Good Vibe Sister Tribe or GVST is about mindfulness and meditation Mm -hmm. and being in the present moment. So Mm -hmm. why do you think it's hard for people to do that? Uh, Well, social media (laughs) and computer or phones, you know, um, is probably the main thing, you know, at least you were thinking about interpersonal relationships and, you know, you had like, it wasn't like you were just playing Angry Birds on your phone, you know? Right. (laughs) Like, so there was at least something productive in there. Even if you were going down a rabbit hole, at least you were thinking of, you know, interpersonal relationships or my behavior, you know, whatever. But I feel like with social media, I mean, we we talked about TikTok for a second, um, not on the podcast but earlier and i'll find myself on tiktok and i i'm like an hour in and i'm like oh i'm still on tiktok you know and i think social media and it's the present moment but it's not it's like a distraction from the present moment right and then i i who was it i think it was 
I mean, maybe it was Glennon Doyle in one of her books. She was saying, if you're going to be distracted like that, like be fully okay with being like, for the next little bit, I'm going to be playing on TikTok. Who cares? You know? Right. Like a timer. Right. But like, you know, I'll be like, well, I'm killing 15 minutes until my husband gets home with the kid, you know, and like, but it's like, then it lasts longer or the kid, you know? And so I, I think social media is just really tough. And then again, like on the phones, you have an app for everything. And it's like, I could spend time on, I don't know, whatever app, updating my moods or you know whatever my my there's that glow app for your period you know like then there's like things you need to check in like did i did i uh what's that one app fit where you can put in all the food you eat you know Mm -hmm. and there's just like so many things drawing you to the phone and and we're hyper stimulated yeah we have no no idea how to be in the present because we're so hyper stimulated that we don't we don't even know where the present starts and ends yeah right oh and so my husband is not a phone person, not a social media person, and he's on me a lot about you're not being present. And right. I get I, off the damn phone, Pam. Right. <laughs> well, and then my parents are like computer and phone people, so oh, they're not okay. very present people. So it's like I grew up and very TV, like we sat yeah. around the TV, watch TV at dinner time, you know. And so I grew up with a very non-present, um, you know, parents or uh, distracted. Like, yeah, yeah, and so. I see it in myself and my husband didn't grow up like that. So mm. he sees it and he'll he'll definitely call me out. Sometimes you need somebody that's yeah. going to like check your shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great. I think we all should have like, like, you know how in AA and NA they have sponsors? We need like bad habit sponsors. Yes. Maybe that's something you could do with GVST, like a mentoring program. Like somebody that like checks in and is like, hey, how much were you on social media today? Yeah. Or, you know, are you still smoking like three packs of cigarettes? <laughs> like anything that we're trying to break, like I do feel like somewhat, sometimes you need somebody mm-hmm. to tap you on the shoulder and be like, ahem, mm-hmm. you're being self-destructive. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, but some people don't like, like my husband, has when because he, he smokes, and when he tries to quit, like I can't talk about it because he gets oh. like real like whatever. So then sometimes... Well, if you're open to it, I yeah, should say. Yeah. If so, this is something right. you actively want to do... And you just struggle with it, mm-hmm. then yeah, sometimes you need a tap on the shoulder to be like a check-in, like a yeah. daily check-in. Hey, did you do this? Did you do this? Did yeah. you do this? Yeah. Did you not do this? That is you know? nice, yeah. So if you could, I feel like a lot of when we're trying to recover and and move forward on kind of a more neutral scale, we have to do a lot of trauma healing from mm-hmm. the past. So if you could go back 20 years, what would you say to yourself now? Because we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. So like, what is something that you would say to yourself? I would say, uh, don't be mean to Jessica in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't think that, ha- I don't remember that happening, but if it did, I'm very Pam sorry. was mean to me in high school, but she had, she had a reason to be too. I was like a real bitch. And like, people used to tell me that all the time, like, Jessica, you're such a, such a bitch. And you know what? Like, looking back, I'm glad I was a bitch because I, I was a bitch to bullies. Yeah. Like, fuck them. Yeah. I didn't have to be nice and give them my nice sweetness. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, I'm sorry if I was a bitch to you. No, sorry. I feel like I don't remember Trying. ever talking to you. It was like a through a friend thing with yeah. you. It was like, you know. Okay, but really, yeah. what would you say to yourself other than okay, don't be a bitch, Jessica? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I would say... So I've dealt with anxiety probably my whole, not my whole life, but maybe 18 on pretty seriously. And I felt the effects of anxiety even younger, maybe around like 13, you know, I'd be like, that was a really weird feeling. Like, what was that? And then it like really came to light 
senior year of high school. I was like a wreck. And my big thing I say to myself as an adult dealing with anxiety is do it anyway. So I would tell myself, do it anyway, because on those days where something's hard, going into the store is hard or going to school is hard or going to work that day is hard or whatever it is. If you don't do it, it makes it a thousand times more hard the next time. So like always do it anyway. And that's one of my like life mottos now. So 13 year old Pam, do it anyway. And I feel like one of the things I've learned in the last only last couple of years is you can do it, but it doesn't have to look like what it looks like in your head. Like you can modify it. Mm -hmm. So say you're like on your period and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. I don't want to go. Oh, I'm tapping the table again. Sorry, Ray. (laughs) So like if you, yeah, you're on your period, you go to the gym. You're like, I really don't want to work out. Work out, but modify it. Pull it back, scale it back. Like you can still do everything you set out to do but make it adapt to where you're at in that present day because that's part of being in the present moment too. Right. Is where am I at and what are my capabilities right now? Mm-hmm. Because forcing yourself uncomfortably isn't going to be progressive for the future either. Yeah. It's about like scaling to where you are in this very second. So well said because it's like give yourself some grace, you know? Right. Right. So like one of the things I really like about yoga is they'll be like, you know, however you're feeling today, like maybe you can stretch a little bit further today. Maybe you're a little bit tighter today. And I love that there's so much grace and like space you have in yoga, you know, like today I can bend this far or I can do this modification and then maybe next time I just can't or I'm just not feeling it. And so, yeah, get definitely that's that's that was very well said, like give yourself grace, do what you can. And so I guess the do it anyway was really just in terms of my anxiety. You know, like mm-hmm. you got to fight. Like you got to, you can't, I felt like it was a muscle for me. Like I had to like exercise that muscle and do things constantly that made me anxious to be, to kind of like overcome it. And so that's what I mean about that. But definitely I, like I agree with you, give yourself grace, do what you can, you know, you don't have to beat yourself up. Yeah. Yeah good job. You went to the gym. Like, good job. Right. You know? So what do you want to say to yourself 20 years from now? Like, what do you want to say? So in 20 years, you'll be 53, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what is like a piece of advice that you can give yourself from where you're at right now in the present moment? Um, Probably be more present, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, they always say the kids grow up in the blink of an eye. Well, you know, I'm doing, I'm just doing the stay at home mom, the social media stuff. The Pam's Random Reviews, Good Vibe Sister Tribe. And I'm taking all these courses. So I am doing stuff all the time, but doing stuff with them too. And so probably, you know, I just feel this urge to like, go, go, go. Like I need to learn this stuff now. I want to make Good Vibe Sister Tribe super successful now. But I probably could stand to stop, like take a breath. Be still. Yeah, be still. Be present with the kids. And enjoy it. And enjoy it, you know. Because And then because I had the kids back to back, my kids are two, four, and six, I, uh, I'm i like so ready to like for them to be a little bit older, like, can you put your shoes on yet? Are you potty trained yet? You know, and I know one day I'm going to like miss these days. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a just a weird balance of hurry up, but also like slow down and appreciate the moment. So one of the things I'm supposed to have adopted, but I'm really bad at, (laughs) is doing morning papers. And essentially, it's just nonsense in a journal, 
whatever you need to get out of your mind and heart on a daily basis. And for some reason, I'm really bad about journaling, but I still like this idea. And I think you can reformat it into something that looks like this. If you're struggling with being present, 